Gilda Baller and you're listening to Flashcast by PDB. And today I brought in a special guest to tackle a saying that I hear all the time, especially people in their teens and early 20s, and they tell me that they can have it all. You know, and they believe that success is is happens overnight. And, and in short, that's what I want to tackle. And um, the title is very simple. You can't have it all. Success does take time. And there's a classic meme that goes around about the iceberg. We see what's above the water, which is the iceberg and the success and the glory and the possessions and the cars and the holidays. But in order for that to achieve, for that iceberg to exist above the water, there's so many foundations that are much deeper. And in business and in terms of myself at 47, yes, I've been successful, but I can tell you that what's under the water has run very deep and the success I have today has taken from you know from teenage years to now to be where I am. And I thought I'd bring in somebody that I um, admire, um, a gentleman by the name of Max Hobson. So welcome, Max. Thank you for having me on, Philip. Max is uh, 20 years old. He's um, about to start his, his own business. He's doing, he does charity bike rides. He's got his own um, business, which we'll uncover at the moment, but he's about to start a new one. Uh, and this is one person that understands whilst his ambition is strong, his motivation is strong, he, he understands that success takes time and no, you can't have it all. So I thought perfect guest to bring in to co-align with, with my thoughts that success does take time. Max, tell the um, listeners a little bit very quickly about what you're doing uh, right now. Right now, I am running a cycling business and we sell uh, bikepacking gear and we run multi-day rides and moving forward into the real estate space with, with a social platform. Yeah. All at the age of 20, right? Yeah. So tell me your take on that topic. Uh, you can't have it all. Success takes time. Uh, I really um, resonate with that. I think that a lot of people um, are under the um, impression that these overnight successes have just you know gone on Shopify and just put in their business and then boom, the bucks come in, but it takes a lot of time. Like even from the learning, um, it's probably taken them four, five, six, seven, eight years of learning to be able to get to that point. Um, and then not only with business, they've probably been running that business for quite a while. So, um, it's, yeah, everything takes time. You need to practice, you need to learn, you need to find, um, successful people that you can mimic and that you can follow. Mm. Um, yeah, it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, and look, to cement it, using my story, I started washing dishes at 15 years old and I worked for my brother and he paid me $15 a night, not an hour. He'd be in jail now if he was paying me $15 <laughs> for the whole night's work. And uh, But I learned how to wash dishes and from washing dishes, I learned how to cook and from cooking, I learned how to make coffee uh, and then I got a job in hospitality, went on to university and the story goes from there. And then the big part of my story, which some listeners wouldn't know, is that I spent nine years working in a venue that did everything wrong. It was nine years of, you know, of very tumultuous times working for somebody who treated people badly, didn't invest in products, innovations, didn't appreciate customers. However, it was my best nine years to set me up for the success today because what I learned was what not to do in business. So Max, you find today, um, I'm going to make a statement and you tell me your thoughts. People won't last nine hours in a job today before they quit, yet I lasted nine years. Would you agree with that comment? Yeah. I mean, um, today's society sort of thinks that um, you can get things quickly and things come really quickly. And as soon as you start something good, it's going to um, roll on and the money, the cash is going to come in straight away. But it takes um, a long time and you know, you've got to grind your way there. You've got to work smart. It's the same with my cycling. It didn't take me, um, you know, three weeks to be able to race national champs and win a school's national champ. It took um, four or five years of 
actually training and racing and getting the experience before you can get to that point. Yeah. So it starts with a vision, right? So let's yep. break it down. It yep. starts with a vision. You had a vision to become a champion, mm-hmm. right? And then it, go, it goes down to, you've got to take that first step and, and make magic happen, right? Yeah. And what was the most challenging part for you? Um, I found the most challenging part to be not getting lost in, you know, actually how long it does take. So um, starting off as thir- 13 years old and wanting to be a elite cyclist, it's sort of like, wow, I have seven, eight, nine years. And you see this, you know, you might get knocked back a few times. You might um, have a bad race and you just got to look forward and think, wow, okay, I've still got a long time to go, but um, I'm making, you know, these are stepping stones. I'm making the groundwork now. Yeah. And and, and I find in business, and I get asked this a lot, especially from young people, is um, what keeps you motivated and focused so that you don't um, lose patience, you know, and it's a great question. And I was asked that um, recently and my answer was have a very succinct one-page strategic document. So for me, it's a one-page strategic document. I use the Gazelles model from Vern Hamish, uh, Vern Harnish overseas. It's Gazelles. It talks about in the middle, you put your three to five-year plan or your vision, your purpose, what you want to achieve. But then it also brings in things like your values. What are your values? What are your brand promises? Um, And then it breaks it down to weekly, monthly, quarterly in how you're going to break down your steps. And and I've followed that model over the years to keep me on track. And anytime I get distracted, I come back to that sheet. Uh, But you see that overnight success doesn't exist. And I often say that if you are an overnight success, then the house of cards happens pretty quickly. If it's easy today, it becomes difficult tomorrow. If it's harder today, it normally becomes easier tomorrow. What's your take on that? Yeah, well, it's like plan to be an overnight success in 10 years and do the work going up to it. So it's like, yeah, I find, uh, I I agree with that. I haven't actually heard of that method, but um, I find that having that long, a few long-term goals and, you know, different areas. So in your personal life, in your business life, obviously, like you talk about, um, having those longer term goals and then moving, like going backwards, backwards from there. So yep. you've got your five years, you've got your three years, your two years, your one years, and then your monthly goals, weekly goals, and even down to daily goals. Yeah. Fantastic. You know, and um, a big one for me and a big one that I talk to young people about is learning to pause and reflect. So is that something that you practice often is reflecting, being grateful and then hitting go again? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm always reflecting and looking at what successful people are doing and seeing where I can improve. So if I'm, um, you know, if I'm at a roadblock and I don't, I don't know why I'll stop, sort of look at it and think, okay, what am I doing that, um, you know, someone that's more successful might be doing differently. And I'll look at that and I'll try and make those improvements. Fantastic. Do you research others that own businesses? Like your your dad owns business, right? Um, Do you tell us, you know, do you like studying and researching and and asking questions of people that do own businesses? Yeah, yeah, all the time. So um, whether that's reading books like your um, awesome book with Alan Bonzel or just going onto YouTube and searching out people in the, I find in the US are great to watch because their visions are usually a bit bigger than here in Australia. Mm. But yeah, so there's, it's just, it, I guess for me, it comes down to just searching up um, different business owners, like businesses that are in your industry even. So um, looking at them and, you know, business people, influencers, entrepreneurs um, in Australia, there's one, um, what's his name? Mark Boris. Yeah, he's Mark, got a yep. lot of um, really good advice. He's got two or three podcast series. Mm. I think he's got books and everything, but yeah, just dissecting what they do, how they started, uh, what their daily rituals are. Um, and sort of mimicking that. 
Yeah, and do the work, right? You've yeah. got to do the work. And Mark Boris is great. He does a lot of stuff around targeting youth and getting them to think. And mm-hmm. he's he's one of Australia's best success stories. Yeah. Uh, and it is. You've got to do the work. And you'll hear that from everybody uh, that is that has made something of themselves. And it doesn't matter. Success means six different things to different people. You've got to do the work. So it starts with the vision. You've got to do the work. You've got to execute. And then obviously, you've got to be able to build relationships. So tell me, um, when it comes to communication, building relationships, what's some tips for young people? Be brave and think big. Got to go for people who are in your industry, people who you admire, people who align well with your values. But also, it's a two-way street. You can't just you know go cold messaging someone and say, hey, can you do this for me, blah, blah, blah. You've got to offer them value. You've got to show why you're asking for their knowledge. They've got to believe in you. Otherwise, they're not going to help you. No, I love it, especially in a world of so much social media and accessibility. And my pet hate is the LinkedIn request to be- Automatic to message. Be, and then, yeah, you've got an automatic message. And it's proven that 99.9%, no one, no one takes any notice, but yet how many people still do it? Yep. Um, you've got to emotionally engage with people. And I think that's the key is you've got to learn you know, how to emotionally engage when you're communicating with people. And it's a soft skill. Mm-hmm. And we're taught a lot of hard skills at school. And a lot of people listening to this, you know, pass it on to your teenagers. They get taught the hard skills, but they've got to do the equal work around soft skills. Yep. Learning how to, you know, communicate, speak, um, you know, even body language, the way they dress, the way they carry themselves, the way they walk. Um, yep. Tell me about some classic fails um, and we'll finish on that note. Some classic fails of young people. What do they do today? Really wrong. Oh, I think they use social media in the wrong way. So it's about uh, creating, not consuming, in my opinion. Um, That would be number one, I reckon. Number two, not being brave enough to just get out there. Like, Once you're out of school, no one cares what you post on social media. If you're posting yourself every day, um, people have got other things on in their life. They're not going to worry and judge you and point hands and stuff. Like, And even so, it shouldn't matter to you. Mm. You're out of school. Another one is relying on other people and being dependent on other people. I think trying to move away from that dependency on the government, on other people, even on your job, like just being able to see that you can create stuff for yourself as well. Yeah, um, that, that's like that's one of the reasons I like bikepacking so much is that it takes away all your dependencies. So really, it's just you, the road and the shops that are out there. Yeah, love it, love it. And my advice to everyone is very simple. You know, I've got lots of advice, but one that's simple, everything you do today will affect who you become tomorrow, yep. right? And that, you know, social media, everything leaves a digital footprint. So please think before you do something. The hard work you put in today will pay off tomorrow. Just remember that everything you do today, the, the work you do today, good and bad, is going to pay off rightly or wrongly tomorrow. So now's the time to lay the foundations for future success. Max, you're an absolute inspiration. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you, Philip. You've been listening to Phil DeBella and Max Hobson, and this is Flashcast by PDB. Until next time, you go be the best you can be.